Hey everybody, welcome to Love After Lockup Cray Cray. I'm Kim and I support the love of convicts. And I'm Kyle and watching this episode was was hard. Spiritually, emotionally, physically, intelligently, genetically. <laughs> Lots of please. Yeah. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that this episode we got to witness the most creative proposal in history. It was pretty good. It was it was a little cheesy, but it, it was, was very unique. Yeah. And I also know that we got a lot of shit because last week we said that this was going to be the finale, but that's not true. There's, Our DVRs are just total I know, liars. They are liars. The next week is a finale, and I have a lot of people wanting to know, Kyle, what do you think about the two-hour-long finale? As soon as I found out, I, I definitely shuddered a bit. <laughs> I really hope it's not like 45 minutes of mm-hmm. just previews of the final conf- confrontation. And then the final confrontation is like five minutes and then they hug it out and then it's over. Right? Distinct possibility. Yeah. yeah. Um, I am excited for the Megan and Sarah confrontation. Something that has literally been teased the entire season and that's we haven't I mean. yet seen I, that's what i mean i feel like they're gonna let just spend at least 10 minutes of those two hours re-teasing it yeah and then it's the last thing that happens and i predict that they're actually going to be fairly reasonable to each other and then they're gonna like cry it out at the end yeah <laughs> end of season ending on a positive note we'll see i hope so so maybe i'm just way too just optimistic about this. <laughs> <laughs> we need a little optimism. Look on the show. sunny side of life, <laughs> love after lockup. Very little sunshine right now. So, yeah. so what was your favorite part of the episode? Uh, <laughs> how many phones were thrown on this episode? <laughs> it was like four different phone throws, right? Phones, yeah. I think one of my favorites was um, Caitlin's hotel room situation. I thought that was hilarious. It was really funny. Um, I struggled to feel bad for her. So just seeing like Why? four empty pizza boxes. Because she's an idiot. Oh, you mean for being with Matt at all? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Exactly. So like there's like five empty pizza boxes, just like massive Starbucks coffee cups, and she's just sitting around in bed. She can't even like get naked because there's cameras in her room. I and know, she just that like sucks. sits in the hotel room endlessly. Yeah. That was pretty funny to me. Um, prison pie. We never got to see the fucking prison pie. I read... What a disappointment. I read speculation about what it probably is. What is it? Prison pie, supposedly, is you take the Oreos, mm-hmm. you scrape off the filling into a bowl, save for later. Okay. okay step is two. that what she was talking about, the icing? Yeah, step okay. two. <laughs> step two. You crush the Oreos, and then you combine it with the coffee creamer oh. and some Kool-Aid... Kool-Aid? Yeah, make sure it has sugar. You don't even know the flavor. Not the sugar-free kind. No, just generic Kool-Aid. Okay. And then uh, you add something else, maybe a little bit of water, and then you microwave it. And apparently, if you microwave that concoction, it actually kind of like rises into a little like cake, and then you put the icing over it, you're good to go. You know what? If you're in prison, it's probably delicious. Probably goddamn delightful. Sugar. It's all sugar. It's got chocolate. It's got Oreo cream. 
Maybe my favorite part of this episode was watching it with Polish father-in-law. Oh, God. I'm very excited. He's never watched Love After Lockup, has he? What? Yes, he has. Oh, yeah, but wait, not for a long not time. For a he's while. been gone I mean, by in a boat for a long time. He's missed the last, like, six episodes, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Okay. At least. Well, my favorite part of the episode was Sarah finding out about Megan, mainly because Emmy was there. I love How, Emmy. Why does Emma, Emmy, Emma, why does Emmy keep coming back? Like, you think she'd just be done with her. Like, I am over Sarah. I'm not coming back. It was part of her contract that she had to have at least one scene where she was working out. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it looked like the same scene that, like, Chantel and Pedro, Pedro, kind of. like, worked out in. It was the same gym. Yeah. I have a lot of postcards. Should we do postcards? Let's do it. Okay. So, my first postcard is a little sad. And, um, <laughs> so Matt. A listener sent me, this was the tea that I kind of teased on Reality Cray Cray, my Instagram Reality Cray Cray. Follow me at Reality Cray Cray if you want to <laughs> get teased and be angry about stuff that I don't tell you on Instagram but talk about on the podcast. <laughs> so a listener sent me this postcard and I want to keep them anonymous because they seem to have some sort of ties to Matt's family and I just don't want that public. And also like... This person also just DM'd me on Instagram, and I have no way to verify their identity, so take this with a grain of salt. But I'm not a journalist. I'm not a journalist. I don't corroborate evidence, and I'm taking what this person is telling me at face value, but it seems pretty legit based on the screenshots they sent me from Facebook. So there is a Facebook post from Matt's mom. It is from February 22nd, 2016, and this is what it says. I'm just going to read it verbatim. I want to be upbeat and support recovery, but I really have to share this tonight. I'm really sad today. My son's attorney went to the prison, Clallam Bay, to see my son for him to sign over his parental rights for riot. He is struggling, and I know many will think, well, you shouldn't have taken drugs. I wish it were that simple. I'm truly devastated over this entire situation. I feel terrible for not adopting my grandson. I feel terrible that my son is in prison for five years and that he is so sick he is going to lose his son. I never imagined this would be our life. So a couple of things that this implies like this, this supports the gossip that is floating around out there that Matt does have a son. The son's name is riot and that Matt did give up all of his parental rights back in 2016. So over three years ago now, and that he has no rights to this, this son, the son would be just a little over, I think, probably around between three and four years old, we can guess. Um, That's all I know. I don't have pictures of the son. I honestly didn't look because the son's a minor. It's a child. I'm not going to really, like, post that around. Um, I feel bad for Matt's mom. I don't have any insight into why she didn't try to adopt the grandson um, because she mentions she feels terrible for not adopting him, but I don't know any of the backstory around that. It's kind of sad. That's really sad. It's really sad. I mean, I I only hope like that Riot's in a good place and with good adoptive parents. I mean, or with his birth mother, possibly. We don't have any, I don't have any clues around the birth mother. She might have had an opportunity to adopt him before Matt went back to prison. Yeah. And, you know, so how, how she, you know, she didn't know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So... Anyway, that's that. That's the major TIT. Is I, I know some other outlets have kind of published some articles around like does Matt have a son? But this this tended to be like some pretty conclusive evidence. Um, but again, random person on Instagram don't really know. Yeah, haven't. I'm not the FBI. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, Matt also has a new girlfriend per his Facebook page. Matt changed his profile pic to a new woman. So my questions are like, does this break your NDA? And um, you can see the screenshot on my Instagram, Reality Cray Cray. I don't know if Matt reads contracts exactly. (laughs) And then are we like... Also, he can't get paid, right? Well, there's a lot of speculation around that. Tracy claims that she got paid $20,000, so who freaking knows? We need to research Son of Sam laws. Like, is it only if it's a violent crime or... I don't know. I've read read about it a lot in the beginning of the season, but I don't know now. So are you happy that Caitlin's no longer with Matt? I mean, if she's happier, I would assume that she is. Yeah, I mean, I don't... Watch it be like his cousin or something. Caitlin is not... It's like we have no idea. Like we don't know who this freaking woman is in the picture. Speaking of cousin, there's some interesting tea about Marcelino. Oh yeah, I know that's next. Um, I don't have like some kind of massive amount of sympathy for Caitlyn. I don't really see her as a very. She's not like some angel that you mm-hmm. feel like profoundly bad for. Mm-hmm. I feel bad that her mom died and that she had a shitty family growing up, but. I don't. I think she can actually do way better than Matt. Yeah, me too. I think so too. I think it's a good thing. She did. She she got her money from the show. She's moving on. She only started dating him because he was hot. Yeah, I know. And like, (laughs) you're over thirty and you have a kid already. I don't know how involved you are in the kid's life, but come on, haven't you figured this shit out yet? Yeah, I. That's not like the reason to start talking to someone, particularly if they're in fucking prison. So, you want to talk about Marcelino? Yeah. Previous, okay, so we talked, I talked a while ago about how he was married, actually, when this was being filmed. And it's from a marriage from, like, long ago, and he had actually asked for an annulment. Um, this is from Starcasm.net. If you want to read all of the Marcelino tea in detail, you can go to Starcasm.net, just search Love After Lockup. Uh, great show with keeping all in track of all this trashy information. <laughs> Shout out to Starcasm. And um, I think, so I have in my notes that we talked about it back in January, how Marcelino was married during filming and that his marriage was finally annulled. Um, the annulment was filed in June. It was granted <coughs> in October. And then Brittany and Marcelino, spoiler, spoiler, got married two days after Christmas. So that's the timeline. Starcasm.net reports that the reason for the annulment is very unexpected. There is very few reasons you can get annulment. Especially after that long. It was like 19 years or something I read. That's crazy. Yeah. So (laughs) there's like, it's usually like if fraud was committed, if somebody was on drugs, if somebody, those are basically. At the time. At the time, But there's a time limit. There's a time limit, yeah. Like you can't be married for 19 years and then claim fraud, obviously. But there's another reason, and it is a close blood relationship between the parties that the marriage is prohibited by law. And that was the reason. Wow. So another interesting bit of information, um, the, uh, wait, I don't, sorry, this doesn't, my notes don't make sense. I'm trying to read them. Yeah. Marcelina was married 19 years before the annulment went through. So we don't know if this was like something that happened in 1999. Like it, it was September of 99 is what I have in my, that's what Starcasm reported that this happened. So maybe it was just some drunken night out and they just never dealt with it. And he thought maybe I'm never going to get married. And they like joke married his cousin or something. And then 19 years later, he like actually wants to get married and he's like, we should probably annul this legally. I don't know. We have no idea. Like 
did he live with her? Were they actually married for some amount of time and then they just never dealt with getting a divorce? This I is want, so strange. I want the backstory so badly. Do you know what, like, is there in the law a genetic, like, similarity in, like, codified in law? Or is it just like, it's your cousin? No, they have it, like, how far removed. And I think it's a state-by-state state law. And in most states, it's your cousin, like, your first cousin. Right. Anything beyond that, and it depends on the state. I I don't take my word for this, but there are probably a couple of states where, like, your second cousin is off limits, too. I don't know. But usually in most states, it's cousins and siblings. And, and a cousin is only, like, 12.5%, like, mm-hmm. on average, right? Yeah, not even that much sometimes, but yeah. yeah, around around there. Wow. I mean, your siblings are only 50% similar. Sure. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, I can't wait to hear more about this. <laughs> mathematics will be at the end of the podcast. We have a really interesting mathematics today. Ooh. Yeah. The episode, let's into it? knock, just bounce right into Clint. Some aerial shots of Hobbs opening up the episode. <sighs> Do you think that she's real sorry for what she did? No. (laughs) I'm being honest. I love that his parents open up this conversation by asking him what his plans are. Oh, my God. Come on. Like, do you know him at all at this point? Exactly. He has no plan whatsoever. He's in this purple truck. He's going to his parents' house because he hasn't, quote, seen them in three days. You, you thought that truck was purple? Isn't it? No, you're totally colorblind. No, it is purple. No, that truck is totally blue. I mean, it's kind you of crazy. bluish purple. No. It's pretty purple You need to calibrate your TV. Okay. I don't know. Clint's parents say that they're going to cut him off if he doesn't leave. Tracy, though, did you catch when his parents said that in the very beginning? Yeah. Do you think that they actually will? They should. They won't, though. His mom won't. Polish father-in-law thinks that's the only way that Clint will ever get his shit together is if they cut him off. Absolutely. I mean, Clint's house, every time we film inside of Clint's house and we get to see Clint's parents' house, it is incredible in there. It's a beautiful home. It is so fancy. Like, everything is clean and, like, immaculate and just, it's gigantic. It has, like, a four-car garage. It's massive. It's like an estate. It's kind of amazing that they have made it so far in life, and yet they still think Clint is smart. (laughs) (laughs) I just, like, I don't understand how his parents are so put together. And his dad's like, you've never done anything like this. Even since you were 15 years old, we've never had to deal with anything like this. I'm like, what about the little Debbie truck? Right, that was my question. Did they think that that wouldn't come out when they were filming this and they lied on camera about it? That was definitely a that had to be a felony, right? Or do they just have, like, rose-colored lenses? Like, like he was definitely arrested. Yeah, but it, it may not have been a felony. I mean, he was and maybe he for sure on drugs. Yeah. I mean, one would assume, yes. Maybe he pled down to something. He must have. I mean, they... That's Clint crazy. says Tracy is on board with rehab, but Clint's mom is very clear Hooray, that she wants... rehab. Like, that's never been tried before, I'm sure. I know. Um, so... I wonder, a lot of people are confused and speculating about this. Like, he says Tracy is up for 20 to 25 years in prison, which seems kind of outrageous. It seems like a lie. It seems like they're throwing out the, if that's true, Yeah. they're just shooting for the moon and seeing what they can get or something. Yeah. But, I mean, she's out of jail, mm-hmm. as far as we understand. Yeah. So maybe she got a really good lawyer. Maybe Clint paid for a good lawyer and got her off. Yeah. 
Or is she like pled to probation again or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, motherfucking crack. So uh, maybe you should stay off social media, Tracy, because I'm sure you're still on probation. Oh, dear Lord. So Clint says very clearly, like, people change. Do you think that's true? It's, I, uh, change radically enough to be the person that, tr- that Clint wants Tracy to be. I think it's possible, but it's really unlikely. I just don't believe it at all. Yeah. Like, people at their core don't change. I think so, yeah, after a certain age. Yeah. yeah. It's like she's almost 40 years old. You think she's going to wake up one day and, like, first off, once an addict, you're always an addict. That's, like, the number one rule of rehab. Like, Clint, you have to accept that you're going to be an addict for life. Clint just needs a Christian woman. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> his poor parents. I feel bad for his parents. Like, I don't know. I I think that they've created this through enablement. I mean, even when, like, and we'll get into this part, when Clint's, like, losing his mind over the breakup, the mom comes out, and she's like, I'm sure she'll call you. I'm like, no, Mama Clint. This is what you wanted. You wanted her out. Don't, like, tell him that she'll be back. This is very low IQ person. (laughs) Mama need to cut him off only way he get this. It's so true, though. She does. She needs to cut him off. I mean, I don't know. I feel like Dr. Phil would have talked about this. <laughs> 100%. Come on, Dr. Phil. Yeah. So Mom, the- Mama Clint has a great question, though. She says, is there anything that she can that Tracy can do that would make Clint say, that's it? What would be a deal breaker? And Clint says, when she gets out again, is she still the same? And I'm like, yeah. What? Like, what makes you think she would act any differently the well, next right. time? And it also seems like he's barely wavered at all yeah, up no. to this point. He so has faith and same, confidence in her. If the same pattern repeats, why would it change? I don't know. Yeah. And he, I mean, he says, if I had to choose between my parents and Tracy, I would probably choose Tracy. Which is so pathetic. He's, he's like. these. I mean, they've given everything yes, to him. Yes, they're and, good parents. And I mean, I think. They've, obviously, they've made some mistakes. But. <laughs> For they, the most part. They've they stood, love him. They've stood by him. Mm-hmm. And it just shows how incredibly stupid he is. Yeah, it's bad. He's not his very low IQ person. <laughs> Did Polish father-in-law have any other thoughts about Clint before I get into the breakup combo? Um, that was like the main thing. He just thought the parents should cut him off. Yeah, it's the they only need to. way he's gonna figure out his shit. Because when when Clint doesn't have any money to give to Tracy as well, she's gonna leave him and find another trick. He was also cackling the entire time that Clint was on camera. But. He is. I mean, he's great television. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so then we have the call from jail. And this is very, very confusing. And I had I a lot of people so tell confused. me they were confused. It, it I didn't, understand didn't make any this sense. At all. So Clint gets mad. Uh, so, okay, let's go through it step by step. So, the breakup conversation. I have written it down verbatim. No, oh God. It's not very long at all. It's just like the latter part of like, it escalated so quickly and I found it so confusing. I just had to break it down. I watched it like four times. So, Clint says, I just love you so much, and I just know we're going to make it. And Tracy says, am I on speaker right now? No. Has your mom been telling you that I'm some kind of gold digger? No, that my mom, my mom never said that. Your friends and family think I'm using you. I'm not using you. My feelings haven't changed, and I hope yours haven't either. I got other things to worry about than what went on. I got shit to work out. I'm not worried about what went on, too. 
I'm looking at 20 fucking years. And then Clint throws his phone. What? Why? What happened? Why? He, and he hung up too. What? I, What's the, why, why how did was that, that a happen? breakup? It didn't make any sense. Nobody ever said I break up with you. Yeah. How was that? And also why in that moment when she says 20 years, why would he hang up and throw his phone and get mad at, I don't, I don't it's understand. Like, well, it is her fault. But like the yeah. 20 years specifically is not, that's like information that was given to her allegedly. And then his mom comes out and tries to comfort him. And I'm like, you should be happy, lady. Let this go. But like, I just don't, I feel like we got a very spliced and edited conversation. We didn't get nearly the entire conversation. We have zero idea if there was A, actually a breakup and B, what the reason for said breakup is. It is very unclear. I'm so confused about it. And then she calls him back again. She does? Yeah, she calls him again. And he picks, she does. He picks yes, it yes, up yes. in the back of it. And then his phone somehow ended up in the back of his truck. <laughs> again, I feel like we saw maybe 10% yeah. of this whole. It was so weird. I didn't understand it at all. He calls, she calls back and then he's like, starts screaming, you keep bitching at me and all I've ever done is love you. So weird. I feel like at some point she said explicitly, like, we need to break up. And that's she why said, he lost it. She said, do you want me to end it? When? In the second, I listened to the entire first call. It she is said, not do in the you first want, call. In the, no, not in the first call, in the second call. After I feel like they the then truck. edited this call and like switched the timing around. Yeah. Like, why is he throwing his phone? First of all, Clint, stop throwing your phone. Like, when your parents cut you off, you're not. Those phones are expensive. What is the impulse that causes people to destroy their I mean, own possessions? I don't know. I'm never <laughs> destroying my own personal property. Yeah. Anyway. There's so much other property around that you could destroy. <laughs> go smash a mailbox. You're in Hobbs. Like, He's, go... like, kicking and punching his truck. It's it's, it's a very low IQ response. It, it's bad. Then they, they, like, sort of break up. And we they, don't know. I guess. And then he does the the classic, get this mic off me. I loved it. That's beautiful. It's been teased for a long yeah. time. I was happy to finally see it. Anything else about Clinton Tracy? You know, the whole world got their wish. Oh, my God. And next week, I mean, we must be seeing next week in the finale that her in the orange jumpsuit and when they actually, like, go into the jail to talk to her. Yeah. Can't wait. We'll be right back to talk about Marcelino and Brittany after a quick word from our sponsor, Lola. I'm so excited to have Lola as a sponsor because I've been using Lola for over a year and I really love it. It's a tampon subscription box, so it must be pretty awesome for me to be this excited about it. Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Have you ever wondered what's actually in your tampons? Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Their feminine care products may also be treated with harsh chemical cleansing agents, fragrances, and dyes. Lola's two young female founders asked themselves one day, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't we care about what's in our feminine care products? Unlike other major brands, Lola products are 100% natural and easy to feel good about. So my favorite thing about my Lola box, actually there's two favorite things. First is that I never have to think about buying tampons. They just come every month, once a month, the same as my period. The second thing is that I can customize my box. So if I just want a couple of light tampons and mostly super tampons, I can do that. Or if I want 20 regular tampons, I can customize my box to make it so. 
Lola makes it easy to skip or cancel your subscription at any time. So if you get pregnant, you can deal with it right on their website. For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter the code LOVECRAYCRAY when you subscribe. Again, to save 40% on your subscription at Lola today, visit mylola.com and enter code LOVECRAYCRAY when you subscribe. I'll also leave a link in the show notes. Marcelino and Brittany. Marcelino changed something about his face. Yeah. He looks different. And I think, I think I have determined. Is like facial hair related? Yes. I think I have determined that he shaved his mustache and grew his chin beard a little bit longer. Okay. I, 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 I'm into it. He looks so young. He does. He looks, he looks really, Crazy. really great. Isn't he like over 40? Yeah. I think he is 40 or 41. Jesus Christ. I mean, his, he has great skin for, he's like not a wrinkle on his face. I feel like either in his modeling days, he just took really good care of his skin. Such he moisturizes. Bullshit. Or maybe he just he just has a a genetic you know youthful glow. We learned that Marcelino was surprised that you have to feed a child three meals a day. <laughs> that conversation was so weird. I feel like it and, was like they were joking with the thing, each other. I don't, I don't know if they were joking, but it was clearly a kind of set them up, knock them down with the engagement. Yeah. They kind of do this shit all the time on these shows where they yeah. they have one scene where they tease that there's some kind of drama and then the next they're like engaged and banging on the beach or something. I totally agree. It's so bizarre. And the whole grocery store scene, like they just tried to make Marcelino out like he wasn't committed when right. we know from like the very first scene all he talked about was commitment. commitment. Like come on, man, you're no, not fooling wrong, anyone here. We're on a mission. Yeah, he's so regimented. He's wanted to marry her from day one. Like, give me a freaking break. Yeah, that whole, like, wishy-washiness, like... It was totally not real. so unlike him and weird. I feel like they were just... I feel like these two are actually a legit couple. I feel like they're... Actually, you have a pretty legit connection, and they're in love. We hope so, because they're pregnant and married Well, they have a baby now. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like they were just trying to make up drama now that all this Amanda stuff was over. She didn't already have the baby, did she? I think so. When the fuck was this filmed? Long ass time ago. I mean, if they were married so they two got, days after Christmas. No, maybe not. So I don't they know. Had, like, they got pregnant like last March or April. Maybe she's still pregnant. The baby shower that was online was for like December. Like you around Christmas time. usually have that around like month six or seven. Yeah. So maybe she's either. I don't know if she's given birth yet. She hasn't confirmed. But there are pictures floating around from Facebook that say um, like that ha- have a picture of a baby and. Britney's alleged mother has commented that's my grandbaby or whatever I don't know I don't know for sure but I love that Britney's always driving have you noticed that I haven't except for when he picked her up from jail she's yeah you're right she's always driving yeah even remember the very beginning we were like how is she driving is she allowed to drive and she was like always been driving she like must like to drive or she just missed it yeah so much from being in jail First date. Um, I can't believe this is their first date. Yeah, like downtown. What? Well, I think by downtown Las Vegas they mean no, old Las Vegas. I think they mean old Las Vegas. That's where they were. I think. Have okay. you ever been to old Las Vegas? I'm not sure. Okay, they call it like old Vegas, and it has like all the old vintage, like light up signs, and it's like the old bars back in the day. It's not the strip. It's not the main strip. Okay. You have to take a cab there. Okay. It's not like walking distance. I think that's where they were. 
And yeah, the magic stunt was totally set up. It was very obvious from the beginning as a viewer. It was well, really I wrote, funny. I wrote down this fucking fake magic guy. Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you Sharp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You can't fucking fool me. And then, you know, right away. It would have been great if Marcelino would have been like, Brittany, do you like magic? And she would have been like, fuck no, I hate magic. And then like, oh shit. <laughs> My father was a musician. Magician. Yeah. Fuck this guy. Yeah, exactly. Just like slaps the cards out of his hand and like. I just thought this proposal was really funny. And it, it was, was really endearing. That it, it was, was cute. His, his grandmother's wedding band. That was really cool. Four, she wore it for 46 years. You could tell that Brittany was like genuinely touched. That yeah. She has, she says, I've never gotten anything so sentimental. Most of the time on these shows, like if the ring isn't five and a half fucking carrots, I know. there's some kind of drama <laughs> about it. Stark contrast to the episode of 90 Day Fiance season four we watched this week where Anfisa wants a five carat ring. I learned what rings cost. Yeah. Jesus Christ. It's concerning. Yeah. Anyway, these two, though, they're in love. I wish them all the happiness. Yeah. It, There's I mean, one couple we can root for in this damn show. Just the fact that he's like, we should get married as soon as possible. <laughs> like that whole commitment conversation oh, was such horseshit. Yeah. Um, the, the chapel's right there. Go do now. Oh, that's what Polish father-in-law yeah. said. <laughs> that's and, good. And then she's like, "How? I mean, how is my relationship with Amanda even possible now? How would she even fit in? Duh. Like, it's not. Yeah. Like, this was what we were saying the entire time. And, like, every reasonable person looking at the situation was like, why the fuck are you even talking to her? This is not. You're not going to have a fucking throuple. I think she meant friendship. As relationship. Even friendship. Even that, though. Yeah. It's, I don't know. You just don't bring people you used to bang into, like... Like, around. Yeah. On a date. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else that on these plans. two? No. Matt and Caitlin. How much pizza can one woman eat? A lot of people were speculating that she must have had, like, friends visit her. I think it was production. Yeah, I think produ- production I, ate, like, a bunch of pizzas and just... <laughs> there were, like, four Starbucks cups laying around, too. I know. How and long was she in this room? I could drink four Starbucks a day, but like four pizzas, she's not a large person. I just, unless she has like the metabolism of a a three-year-old. Like she just I has just, like endless hanger. Yeah. I don't know. It was a lot of pizza. They were big pizzas too. I speculate that production actually feels really bad for her and that they were just kind of keeping her company. I yeah. mean, what is she doing all day in that fucking hotel room? You'd be bored out of your mind. You can watch TV, but that's about it. And is she even allowed to watch TV? I guess she has nowhere to live anymore. I mean, she got kicked out of her mom's house. Her mom died. Production definitely paid for this hotel room. It looked like a decent hotel. Oh, it looked And in Seattle, nice. can you imagine how much that would be? It was in Seattle, was it? Or well, Tacoma. Tacoma. That's where she works. Yeah. She works in Tacoma, so. It looked totally nice. Yeah. I, I, I cannot believe that Matt just left her on the side of the road. That fight must have been so crazy. Dude, that's fucked up. I mean, from her perspective, she probably was like, he left me on the side of the road, but she was probably like, let me out here. Yeah, I know. Who knows what actually happened? It's just messed up. Like that whole, I'm still not quite over the funeral home scene. So anyway. Totally ridiculous. When Matt calls and says that he's back in jail, were you surprised at all? No. Yeah. I mean, we knew it was coming. Not at all. But. Um, I'm curious what your thoughts are on the stolen vehicle. Like, did Caitlin report the car stolen? It, well, or was it a totally different car? It was a different car. Remember, we we read but this. But he had her car. 
Right, but why we, did he need to steal another car? Unless we, it was for drug money. We read the spoiler a while ago that like he was arrested stealing a car, and it definitely wasn't her car; it was somebody else's car. But we don't know the details around it. I'm sure somebody in this next week on Reddit will dig up the details about like it the just, police report and everything. It makes so little sense that you you have to figure that meth was involved. Well, exactly. Like I don't think that he went out like I need a car. I don't like this car that Caitlin gave me. That's not, he was like, I'm either bored or I'm on meth and like, I'm going to go get in trouble. Like that's what, that was, that's what the thought process was. Right. He didn't, it wasn't out of need. Like to be, he wasn't like stealing food because he was hungry. He was like, because it's fun. Yeah, exactly. Because he gets the adrenaline rush, as he said in previous episodes. Jesus Christ. He's like a broken person. He really is. He really can't be a part of society. Yeah, no, he he can't. Like, this is, I mean, this is exactly what the funeral director, like, said. Like, he needs to be reprogrammed. He's, I don't know. It's just sad to me that Caitlin has to process this whole, like, death in her family all by herself. Yeah. Like, it's just, if your significant other isn't going to be for you in that situation, what good are they? And she doesn't really have anyone else. Yeah, it's sad. I did find it funny that when she answered the phone, she was like, where are you? I I know, I know. (laughs) One of our our Patreon subscribers, like, posted that (laughs) in our Facebook group, and she was like, um, I'll give you one guess. Yeah. When you get a collect call that says. A collect call, collect call from, from a his, county correctional yeah. facility. <laughs> He's in jail. So what did you think about her reaction? Phone throw. <laughs> uh, Polish father-in-law had very little sympathy. Really? For Caitlin? Because no. Polish father-in-law is like. He hasn't seen like the context. He's just like, he sees someone that is dating a total idiot and. He's like, okay, now nothing left. Time to th- time to kill self, I guess. Yeah. Like that was it. Like, you know, Ugh. there's nothing else going on. What I mean, what else does she have in her life other than this job? She doesn't have a place to live. It's gonna be a tough transition. I think that she needs to take the money she made from the show. She has a job in Tacoma. Yeah. So she's got that going for her. She said a friend got it for her. So go I'm, call that real estate agent. He seemed yeah, cool. Get the apartment. Set you were gonna have to apartment. pay for it by yourself anyway. Right. And like, you know, now you have one less person to support. So get your she can get her life back on track and like she can find an I mean, she's a good looking girl. Like she can go find a guy. She she can be. Yeah. She's a rough thirty two, but <laughs> I'm saying, like, it's possible for Caitlyn is pretty well, fairly well adjusted in terms of what we see in the show. And, like, she could probably find a reasonable boyfriend that isn't a felon. Yeah. And not even, whatever, felon schmelon. Like, there's lots of felons that are perfectly nice people. Matt is not one of them. Right. Like, I don't know. So. She had two rules. Don't cheat. Don't go to prison. <laughs> well, You would have thought fair, she would have three. Include, like, don't do meth. <laughs> don't go to prison. Don't cheat. <laughs> To be fair, he went to jail. He's not in prison yet. 50-50. Yeah. Well, that's true. Anything else? This no, is there just wasn't. Sad. That was, this, there was some sad stuff this episode. There really was. <laughs> Lizzie and Scott, too. This is, we have two more. So Lizzie and Scott. Scott isn't wearing his teeth. And I'm just, like, confused. Like, why? Well, he is in person, but he's not wearing them in the ITMs. Yeah, like, what happened to the teeth, Scott? I don't know. I, I th- so those were fakers that he had for sure yeah maybe he canceled the surgery because he and lizzie broke up and he was like well if i'm not gonna be with lizzie i don't need real teeth do you know that we're like (laughs) just over a week out of prison oh my god i know (sighs) prison pie so we already discussed the recipe yes but she never fucking finished it on the show 
No, because she's chasing Scott around because he's finally fed up. Scott used to send her money for this pie, though. Oh, my. Yeah, right. You mean heroin? <laughs> like, he was not sending her money for the fucking Oreos. I can tell you that. <laughs> she yeah. was trading the heroin that she bought with your money for shrimp and prison pie. Yes. Yes, she was. So, I don't know. I. Uh, it's special, I, she never, it's even, special, finished, she it's never special. even finished the pie. She can't even do that little bit for Scott. She decided to make it very special, though. What did you think about, like, her, like... She is worth every penny making pie. This is my kind of woman. <laughs> he did not say that. Just as a joke, but yes. <laughs> She's not even making good pie. It's not like cherry pie. It's pie she used to make in a microwave in prison. This looked like Polish pie, not prison pie. <laughs> well, to be fair, under communism, yeah. it's like kind of the same. <laughs> so, okay, two things. Liz- First, Lizzie said, I just got out of prison, so take a drink right now. She, wait, what? It's on like the love after lock of drinking. Oh, oh. I just got out of prison. Drink. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? Um, so I like how Lizzie's trying to like make Scott feel guilty that she's hanging out with him. Like you have side by side fucking hotel rooms. I know. And it seems like he hasn't seen her in days. I know. And, and she's like, and he just says, I feel good that Lizzie's hanging out with me. And we, I'm like, that is so sad. They've basically not been seen together on camera since he proposed, right? Mm-hmm. Correct. And she tries to make him feel guilty. Well, my daughter doesn't like you, so I can't spend all my time with you. I'm like, what are you people doing all fucking day? Literally, I want to know from the time you get up until the time you go to get, how is, I want to see like a schedule of how they're spending their time. You have no job. You have nothing to do. You can hang out for eight hours with Jasmine and then literally hang out with for eight hours with Scott. Yeah. Like, there's nothing else going on here. Nothing. You I mean, she went shopping. You don't even yesterday. have to clean. She went shopping the day before. She ha- They have a maid. They're in a hotel. They don't even have to clean the freaking room. Like, what? What are they doing? Nothing. I don't know. Apparently, Scott is just sitting around watching TV. He can barely even explain what he's been doing. He's just been, How does Lizzie think Adam's he- not even there. He's just jacking it in this <laughs> hotel room because he can't get sex. How does Lizzie think that Scott is making money? I have no idea. I also don't know if Lizzie really understands like capitalism and, you know, labor yeah. and general like W2 income. Dear Lord. And I'm not really sure. What did you think about like the sex conversation? Like Okay, this is so fucking was, weird. Like it was very frustrating and strange. I mean, I wrote down some of the things that Lizzie said. Um you can't even look at me. You look at me and say, you don't want sex. Look at me and say, you don't want sex. Why can't you look at me? Why can't you have a conversation with me? You look down. You look down. Your eyes are weird, and I'm sick of it. That was basically their, their back and forth. I wanted to laugh at this because it was so ridiculous, but at the same time, I feel so bad for Scott because, like, she is, I am over Lizzie a thousand percent. I don't, yeah. she's a gaslighter. I do not like, like, are you kidding me? Like, I don't like your eyes. Like, your eyes are doing something weird. Why she, are you looking down? Your eyes are f- f- your eyes are twitching. And then she gets mad at him. He's trying to accommodate you for, like, being some, like, fake born-again Christian and not wanting sex. But, like, he... Yes, of course he wants to have sex with you. Are you dumb? Like, yes. Duh. Yes. If you were... Th- right now, we're like, I'm comfortable. Let's have sex. Let's get married and have sex. He'd be like, yes. You think he's going to be like, no, I'm not interested. Come on, man. She's not an idiot. It's I just feel so like, manipulative. I feel like she was 
trying to back him into a corner and mm-hmm. piss him off because she has decided that she doesn't want to be with him. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to, like, basically poke the bear. Yeah, but then, did you see, she kind of freaked out, though, when he got fed up and he was like, I'm over it. He was like, no, she was like, wait, wait. She kind of freaked out when he was like, I'm gonna, I'm just going to go home. I'm kind of, you spend time with your daughter or whatever, I'm out. I think it's because she wanted to get paid for filming. Oh, that could be. If she, if he was really done, then she's going to lose out on that sweet, sweet Matt Sharp money. That's, well, do you think? Like, I mean, at this point, we have one episode left. But she doesn't know that. Yeah, that's true. When they're filming, I mean, they've only been fucking filming for a week. Yeah, they're probably like, we have to film you for three months. It's in your contract. And luckily, they had enough fucking footage for <laughs> an entire 14 episodes in one week, unlike Jeez. everyone else. Crazy but she didn't about. she didn't know that at the time. Yeah, it's crazy. And maybe if they break up, there's something in their contract about well, you can you can't get this much or whatever. Yep. I, I think that's the only reason that she actually cared. It it was just so obvious though, like she panicked for a hot second though. You yeah. could see her like, "Oh shit, no, he's really serious this time. He's going to leave." Like I just don't I'm understand mad why because she, I don't understand him and his eyes are doing something weird. She's so juvenile. I, I mean, Scott is pathetic and a dumb person. <laughs> I don't feel bad for him either. I, I don't feel bad for him, but it is just unnecessary how mean Lizzie is like saying shit like that. Like your eyes are doing something weird. Like that's just what does that mean? Scott is not mean? Scott is not skilled in uh emotional conversation no he's not or like communicating with your partner in a difficult situation just all that he can all his only rebuttal to this entire thing is that you always say what you feel okay (laughs) i think he was trying to say but i can't say how i feel or you get mad i think that's the point he was trying to make it's the way that he says it yeah he's really annoying he is. He is. Because he makes, he, he tries to make everything so, he's so pathetic in the way that he um, expresses himself. Because he does have that like hang dog, woe is me mm-hmm. type of thing. And it's so irritating. He like, he needs to understand that Lizzie is, if he really had a real shot with Lizzie, she wants someone who's actually. She would never admit this. No. But she actually wants someone that's a little more dominant. Who's gonna like, give him sat? Gonna give her some sass. He needs to give it back to her, and yeah. instead he's being really whiny. Yeah. It was better when Lizzie was in prison. He's catching on finally. Yeah. What do you think? But then he just said. But then he says, "I just pray she wants to marry me when she finds out." Yeah, like, I didn't really? understand that. Why? After that just happened, you really still are praying about that? Okay. Like, what do you think is going to happen in the last episode? Like, is, she, is he going to finally fucking admit to her that he's broke? Like, what? how does this resolve? I think they're going to break up. Me too. We're. I think we're like 95% sure. Spoiler alert. Wee wee. We're like 95% sure they're, they're not together. Yeah, he was just posting selfies on the beach. He takes terrible selfies. The same angle every time. It's so hilarious. It's really funny. It looks like he can't find the button to take the picture. Because he never looks <gasps> at the actual lens. <gasps> yep. Yeah. All right, the thruple. Well, we didn't talk about the interlude with Lizzie. Lizzie um, uh, stories with Lizzie. I may have missed this interlude. What? You didn't you didn't see prison stories with Lizzie? No. Where she said in the 10 years she was in jail, she had 23 cell phones. No. I miss. See, sometimes when I fast forward the, through the commercials, 
I don't care. I watched this episode three times. You missed it. Fuck. In okay, 10 years, I had 23 cell phones. I spent $30,000 on cell phones to talk to tricks. You need to be smart and hide your cell phones in prison. So where do you think Lizzie hit her cell phone? This is kind of good. Where do you think she hit it? In the toilet? No. On well, her, hold on. Let me keep guessing. It's. Uh, I'll give you a hint. It's on her person. In her boobs, in her cleave. No, they check cleave. In her hair? Nope. Okay, I give up. I she, know they check your butt. She basically hit it in her fupa. She has a fupa? Well, that's what she said. She hit it on the front of her crotch, which she said is like the only place that they don't really go after consistently. These must have been like little flip phones then. Yeah. Wow, that is impressive. Damn. 23 cell phones. She, just like, I assume just like the bill. She was paying the bill, which doesn't really make sense. You would think you could only have like prepaid. And also, yeah, maybe they were prepaid, but also like, why did you even spend money on them? Like, when, when Oh, she, well, that's her lifeline. That's no, how she got I the mean, tricks. Why wouldn't she make the trick pay for it? Good I can't question. talk to you without this phone, baby. Yeah, but then they have to get it to her somehow, and she needs to get it illegally, like shipped in through the fucking food service, like in yeah. Orange is the New Black or some shit. Right. So, like, you know, her tricks can't necessarily get her a phone, but if they give her money, yeah. she knows how to get it to the right people. Yeah. I can't believe you missed that. I am going to go back and watch, watch it immediately. Watch it a fourth time. Damn it. That's great. Thruple. Thruple. We... Get to see Emmy working out, as we've already said. Highlight of the episode. I wrote down, can I just watch Emmy working out for longer? <laughs> She's like constant. Oh, I Emmy feel like owns. she could give me some tips. <laughs> she definitely her. could. She has, is like owns exclusively workout clothes. Like I feel like Emmy yeah. only owns Lululemon, like maybe some Athleta. I think that's, that's her it. business, right? Isn't she a yoga instructor? I think she is, yeah. She's like some sort of workout instructor. I think she's a yoga instructor. Um, Megan t- I don't know how it's possible that Megan gets dumber. Do you think that Megan is in the same hotel room as when as the one where she was banging Michael? Because it looked the same to me. And I'm wondering if this timeline was fucked with because I just... She probably stayed in the same room. But, purpose. like, think about, like, if the when the mom came and, like, knocked on the door, it just looked like the same exact room. And I'm wondering if Michael came to pick her up from the airport it long might, ago. It literally might be the same hotel room. Right. Because, I mean... Not frauded, but just because Megan is that sentimental and stupid. I feel like they mess with the timeline. I don't know. It just, I don't know. Like I didn't just de- doesn't add up. I didn't detect any of that. Okay. Why didn't it people are talking about her nails and stuff? And I just, oh. I'm like, she flew back. I don't know. It just seems off. Something just seems off. Anyway, she found so. Sarah found information from Michael or got information from Michael's found some info. PO and also looking through his phone. Do you think that, that parole like officers a, like just come to your house and tell you personal information? That's really strange. Yeah. Not that I'm like, not that I give a shit about Michael. Yeah. But it did seem like a violation of privacy. And like, how is that the parole officer's business at all? I don't know. Why would know. they disclose that? It's, that seemed really odd. And maybe it was just a, it could have been total bullshit too. It could have just been the production. They could have been sharp being like, okay, we need to like finish this up. Yeah. Let's make sure that they're going to meet. And so we'll make up some story about how, and they told Sarah to say this. Yeah. It seems like horseshit. It does. Also the fact that she didn't immediately get pissed off at like the camera crew there was kind of odd to me. 
I thought she would have been smart enough to realize that they had to have been in on it this whole time. That's what I was wondering is like, how is she not angry at production? Like she knows that she has to have, maybe she didn't know. Maybe they lied to her and we're like, we just found this girl. She's angry now. I mean, she's made it very clear that she hates fucking ETV. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I did have a couple of people DM me though and say like, yeah, like parole officers will tell the wife, like they'll chit chat with them and tell them information that they know. Well, I'm sure they will, but it doesn't seem ethical. Yeah, it doesn't. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I guess he belongs to the state of New York. (laughs) So how much do we bet that Michael doesn't even have a passcode on his phone? Oh God. Yeah. (laughs) Or, or Sarah knows it. Or he like wrote it in Sharpie on the back of the phone or something. How is Emmy even still friends with Sarah? Like, you'd think after that last fight that she would just be done with her. Like, all she does is come crying to Emmy every couple weeks about what Michael's doing. And Emmy's like, yeah, break up with him. He's fucking shit. Like, we all, we've been through this multiple times. I've had friends that are, like, dramatic like this with their relationships. And I guess you kind of get used to it. Yeah. I don't know. Also, she's getting paid. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. Sarah and Emmy just both seem like relatively calm when they're like describing the situation at first, you know? Yeah. But then he calls her and she like yeah, she really flip, flips out. Yeah. Understandably, um, Michael. Oh, I could not with his responses. So fucking annoying. Did you take Mike into Niagara Falls? Why are you asking? Um, because you're my husband and I want to know if you like bang some other chick while why we are are you married. Asking me all what this? do you mean why am I asking? I'm not gonna answer. God, Sarah. <laughs> the best part though was I don't have time to answer these no, questions. No, I know I have a whole <laughs> rant about I'm like, you don't have time, you're sitting in jail. What the fuck else are you doing even? Making prison pie. <laughs> I don't think he's Michael's a prison he's in prison he's pie. on um top chef prison. <laughs> He's got to practice, kid. I just, he's, he's trading shrimp for in a couple hours. He needs to be at the drop location. I just, his whole, like, I don't have time. I was like, I can't. Like, Michael, even Emmy's like, no, no. She's like, hang up that phone. I'm like, yeah. And it's just Sarah's, like, verbal affectation comes back as well. Like, she's doing the voice. And oh, I don't, God, I know. And, Everyone's like laughing so hard about that. And somebody also mentioned that like the braids that she had her hair in when she's going to meet Megan <laughs> are the same braids that MMA fighters wear. It apparently. is. Okay. No, it's exactly. I don't watch MMA, but no, like totally. several people emailed me that. And it's I was like, like oh. fight braids. Yeah. They're not messing around. <laughs> it's like uh, Ronda Rousey does that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like those braids. I kind of wish I could wear braids like that, but I don't think I could pull it off. When she says that she's pregnant, um, did I hear right? Does he ask, what does this mean? I think so, yes. It means that she's pregnant. <laughs> With a I don't baby. have time to be answering these questions on the phone. Yeah, dude, you're in jail. Oh, you have all the time in the world. So what did you think um, the video... Okay, what video did Sarah find of Megan? Oh, she said it was like... They bleeped her it. Ma- her masturbating. Why am I whispering Master- it into the... <laughs> It was her she was using that vibrator. Yeah, probably. She <laughs> said that she found naked pictures of her and that she found, I think she said, I found a video of her pleasuring herself is what, like, I read lips. That's what she said. Oh, fucking God. 
That's amazing. Can you imagine finding your wife's phone? Well, I guess it's different. No, let's um, not talk about this. Okay, sorry. <laughs> this is awful. It is awful. <laughs> like, I would just like, but then Sarah's talking about like, I'm the wife and she needs to respect me. It's like, how are you still thinking about yourself as his wife? Like, she's still in her head. Right. They're still together and they're a family and they're going to be together. It's like, you're an idiot. This is over now. Yeah. Like, yeah. And also, why is Sarah mad at Megan? I think that she, to, to some degree, rightly, um, believes that M- Megan had to have known. Yeah. I think that's her assumption. And if you look at the signs, I think it's pretty obvious that, yeah, Megan should have known. But she is, if you believe, like, the story that Sharp is telling here, Megan is so dumb and so naive and starry-eyed for some reason over Michael that she is totally blinded and oblivious to all of the most super obvious warning signs. I would say the same thing about Sarah. Yeah, true, but she at least has more experience with Michael mm. and he she knows how like dumb and irresponsible that he is. Yes, it, obviously she should have been more suspicious. But until he got out and disappeared, she didn't really have like any evidence of this at all, right? That's true. She, she, I don't know. It's very confusing to me. I, I'm really just, I, they only showed the meeting. They didn't like say anything. She's just on the way <coughs> to meet this female. Oh God. <laughs> Take a drink. <laughs> anything else about these two? They're exhausting. Well, Megan wants her eyes to pop when she goes to visit oh. him in jail. Megan looks almost excited that he's back in jail. Like, her oh, sadness yeah. is completely gone. Well, she says at the beginning, if he gets in trouble, it'll put a strain on our relationship. But she has already accepted that he's back in jail, and she really doesn't seem to care. No. This is back in her normal mode, where she's all excited. It's kind of the same thing with, like, Tracy and Clint. Yeah. It's, that's what they're this used to. This is where to. she's comfortable with, actually. Yeah. And, like, there's less to go wrong. I'm not upset that he's in jail. We just have to keep our communication. Just get to your fucking PO appointment on time. It's not that hard. In the words of Michael's sister. Michael in jail working on third girlfriend. (laughs) Third wife. These two all washed up. Now that they know each other, cannot have sex anymore. Need third girl. (sighs) It's probably true. Yeah. All right. Anything else about the episode? Polish father-in-law loves Lizzie from like a train wreck perspective. Of course, yeah. He thinks that she's so resourceful. She is. Yeah. He pro- just, she would have thrived in like, communism. Oh, it totally tickles his communism yeah. funny bone. Yeah. Yeah, he loves it. All right, are we, are we ready for mathematics? Dude, Super fun time. This is a short one. Mathematics! So I will tell you that like every week I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to talk about mathematics. And then somebody sends me something and I'm like, Gotta keep on with it. <laughs> so this was sent in by a listener named Liz. I think her name is Liz on Instagram. Um, and she wrote in, she was asking me at first, like if I had read Methland, The Death and Life of in Small American Town by Nick Redding. Sounds which fun. I know it's on my reading list, actually. I love reading books like that, but um, I haven't gotten to it yet. It's pretty dense. 
it's a it's a big read. It's not a not a beach read. But anyway, one of one point that she said about it, she was like, just one like small tidbit of interest is that Lori Arnold, who is Tom Arnold, the actor's sister, she did 16 years in prison for dealing meth. And wow. actually, this author, who is probably like Nick Redding, probably knows more about the meth epidemic and like how meth came to be popular in the United States and anybody else in this country. He credits Lori with like making meth popular with popularizing meth in the American like small town Midwest. When she was like convicted? Just like over years. So this is what happened. I dug a little deeper. There is tons of information on this. It is well documented and accepted. So in 1984, Lori Arnold was just like a depressed 19 year old. She was already divorced at 19 And so she was like now she was divorced, I think, earlier, like 16 or 17 years old. She had a baby. She was remarried with a new baby and an abusive husband. And then she tried meth for the first time. So within a month, she's an eighth grade dropout. And somehow she's just like well on her way to creating the Midwest's first and last bonafide crank empire. So I read a long interview with her from 2011. Lori is not remorseful at all. She said like it was exciting times. This was like, have you seen that movie Blow with like Johnny Depp? Yeah, like this, this was her. Like she was like running this huge meth operation. She was getting all of her meth locally. She was selling it. Um, she says of the six years during which her business thrived as the, um, like Hollywood period of her life. She's an entrepreneur. She was, I mean, she was constantly partying. She had crazy cars. She owned clubs. She had like 26 houses at one point. I mean, it was crazy. I'm telling you, like, this is nuts. This makes me want to read the book. And so, um, she was like, to, to, to transport these large quantities of meth around the state, she bought a plane. She's like fucking bought a plane one day. She was like legit. So the first time she got convicted, she was ratted out by somebody she pissed off. And she goes given 12 years, but she only served eight because of good behavior. And this was all happening in like a small town in Iowa, by the way. So when she got out, I was even more depressing than before, like just economically really depressed. And so she went back to meth. And she first, then she was like, oh, I see a gap in quality between the homemade meth that I was selling um, and then the Mexican stuff. And so then she started like, she made a deal with um, some Mexican meth production people and she started selling the Mexican meth and distributing it. And she like definitely got caught again. She bought another nightclub, tried to launder the profits through the nightclub, like Ozark style. And oopsies, she like sold four ounces of meth to a fucking undercover cop. So she went back to jail for seven years. Don't ask me how the hell she got fewer years than before. And yes, says Lori of the whole thing to sum it up. Yeah, I probably ruined a few lives. Sometimes I feel guilty, but I made millions of dollars and I had a blast doing it. Congratulations. That's mathematics. I could talk for this for hours, but I know people only have (laughs) a limited appetite. So, there was already enough sadness in this episode. Well, I this is a fascinating story. Like no, that's she came, crazy. she had an eighth grade education. Yeah, she built an empire, and she's a female. Like I've never heard of a female drug czar like that. So right. I just think it's like really interesting. And Tom Arnold apparently like talks about this in his stand up. He's like not quiet about it. Right. So I'll have to go and YouTube some of that today. That's awesome. Amazing. Um, not awesome, but I mean, awesome, really awesome in the respect of like, whoa, I can't believe 
that you built something like that in such a short amount of time. Yeah. But I can't, it's, it's awful that she doesn't feel remorse. No, I know. That's the thing. It's, it's like, not just a localized problem. Mm-hmm. Like they were and saying you can't, like, you can't blame one person, but you know, it all starts somewhere. She, nobody was doing meth in Iowa before that. She literally made it. She like was responsible for it just blowing up as a popular drug it's to insane. do. Yeah. All right. That's all we have. <laughs> Any, so what are you looking forward for the finale? It's two hours. So are we going to be able to keep the episode to two hours? Polish we, father-in-law is going to have so much. We're going to next week. We have Polish father-in-law's final verdict. So you're going to get to hear his full life analysis of each of our contestants. Oh my. We're going to get the showdown, right? Yes. It looked like Clint was wearing something orange. I wonder if he got arrested. Mm, possible. Um, I am excited. Okay, this is the thing. Next week, we're going to have to release the extended version on Reality Cray Cray. Don't you think? It's going to be long. It's two yeah. hours, but we need to keep it. So our goal is always for love after lockup Cray Cray to keep the episode to around an hour and 10 minutes. Yeah. Maximum, because that's just for downloading um, for the, the you apps. You won't be able to stream it on your cell phone network if yeah. it's over a certain size. So if it comes up like, oh, episode unavailable, just know you have to connect to Wi-Fi and you have to download it. On Reality Cray Cray, we don't really have a limit. So we might we might have to do the extended episode thing next yeah. week. So, okay. yeah, that's it, though. Um, thank you, Lola, for sponsoring. Go to mylola.com. Use the code LOVECRAYCRAY to get 40% off any subscription. And I'll also have a link in the show notes for that. Just a reminder to check out our store at 90dayfiancenews.com slash store. There's all sorts of Love After Lockup merch on there <laughs> that is selling like crazy for some reason. Nobody cares about 90 Day Fiance merch. Nope. But Love After Lockup, a, you know, T-shirt of Matt drinking a beer, complaining that he needs rest. That's selling like hotcakes. So <laughs> go check it out. Our most popular item. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week with the finale. I hope you all have slated two hours of your free time awesome. to dedicate to this finale. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>